you're struggling to grow your online business, it's likely that you're giving one of the excuses that I hear from mama business owners all the time. Today, we're chatting about what those excuses are and what they really mean for our long-term business success. Full disclosure, sometimes growth doesn't feel good, and this episode is about to get real. So are you ready for a little tough love? If so, let's get started. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me, not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy-to-implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. And welcome back to the Mama Business Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley, and I'm really happy that you're taking this time to hang out with me today. Full disclosure, I'm recording this podcast the day before it goes live, which is super unusual for me. I'm a plan ahead, get it done well in advance type of person, but these past couple of weeks have made it a challenge to keep up, much less stay ahead. And because of that, I'm kind of dealing with a kid screaming in the other room and the guy down the road cutting down a bunch of trees. So if you hear a bunch of background noise, that's what you're hearing. But it is interesting because I sat down with my husband last night and we were talking through the ins and outs of running a business and trying to keep up with the laundry and all of the things that come with having children with special needs and so on. And, you know, it's just been kind of a crazy season for our lives. And I told him that I felt like it was baffling that despite all the stuff that's been going on this last couple of months, despite all of that, my business has grown significantly. This podcast has grown significantly. There's so many downloads and so many reviews. If you haven't had a chance to do that, you definitely should. But despite all of the craziness, I've still been able to get my client work done. I've been successful in creating the Mama Business Blueprint, which is launching on May 1st. So you can definitely check that out at sarahbrumley.com slash blueprint. But I just feel like it's crazy that despite all of this chaos, So much growth has happened. And don't get me wrong when I tell you all of this, okay? Because I'm not gloating. I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody else around me. But what I am saying is that it is possible to have a family, to keep up with that family, with all of their needs, and still run a successful business at the same time. It's possible. I am proof of that. Now, is it hard? You bet it is. And there are days that I want to give up. But here's what I'm going to say. It's possible. And I think that the problem is that sometimes we are so attached to our excuses for why we can't accomplish something that we can't see past them to the actual growth of things. And so that's why today I want to spend some time with you chatting about common excuses that I hear from mama business owners all the time. And if you're struggling to grow your business, my guess is that these might be excuses that you're giving as well. But 
I don't want us to just focus on those excuses today because I really do think that it goes far beyond those excuses. I think a lot of the times that the excuses that we verbalize to ourselves, to others, aren't the issue. And so today I want to dig a little deeper to the root of the issue and kind of get us to a point where we can understand that the excuses we make are not the actual problem, okay? So once we can look at all of that, I really do think we're gonna be able to move forward in a way that helps build a business that we have dreamed of, that matters to us, and that serves our potential clients. So that's kind of where we are today. Hopefully that all made sense, but we're definitely gonna jump into those excuses here in a second. But I do just wanna say that sometimes growth doesn't feel good and I, I know this episode's about ready to get real and it might dig a little deeper and it might cut a bit. And so just prepare yourself for that. But I want you to know that growth doesn't always feel good. In fact, if we are growing and we are actively achieving um, what we want to see in our lives, most of the time it's not going to feel good as we are moving into the next level. So just keep that in mind as we go forward. Alrighty. So if you are ready for that tough love, here we go. The first excuse that I hear is, I don't have time. And you've said this before, right? I know that I definitely have. In fact, I created an entire episode all about this excuse. So you could check that out at episode, I think it's episode 40. So you can definitely check that out. But trust me, mama, I am well aware that you have a lot on your plate. A lot of things vying for your attention and your time and your energy and Yet the problem is, is that when we say I don't have time, it's really just another way that we say that's not my priority. Because the truth is that you do have time. You can get a business up and running 5, 10, 15 minutes at a time if needed. But where are you spending that time? Are you scrolling social media, watching television? Are you just wandering around the house looking for ways to avoid doing what you know you should be doing? Sure. At times, you might have to barter with your spouse for that longer period of time, right? You might have to get a friend or a neighbor or somebody else to watch the kids so that you can get things done. But for the most part, you'd have time in your day to make your business dreams a reality. You do. I know it. And I'm guessing you know it as well. When I first started my business, we didn't have a separate office for me. So I set up my computer behind the couch and I watched television and I'm using those little like finger quotes, right? I watched television with my family while I worked and I created content. I scheduled my Pinterest pins. I did my client work. I did all of the things during that time frame. And then on top of that, when I was able to, I used my kid's nap or quiet time as it kind of morphed into, you know, less nap time, more quiet time. But I used that time frame to do the same thing. And from the outside looking in, that doesn't seem like it would be a lot of time to run a business, right? But for me, when I started to add things up, that hour of television time at night plus an hour or two of nap time during the daytime meant that I was racking up 10 to 15 hours per week of work time. That's a significant amount. In fact, as a comparison, even as my business has grown to what it is today, I still only work 15 to 20 hours a week. So I don't have time is really not the excuse. It's not a priority is the excuse. And let's just remind ourselves of that, okay? 
Ultimately, if it's not a priority, it's not going to grow because anything that really matters to you has to be a priority. That brings us to the second excuse, which is I can't afford it. So my business is primarily focused on helping business owners get their systems up and running. We do website design. We make sure everything is connected properly, SEO and beyond. You know, those are the things that I do. And my one-on-one services, they're not free. You know, full disclosure, I don't give my services away for free. They cost money and they're often a bit of a sticker shock for potential clients that come off a call with me when they're you know, looking for a you know, strategy call or something along those lines, okay? I very frequently hear, well, I can't afford that or that's out of my price range or whatever else it might be. And I'm all for making sure that the decisions that you make within your business are financially sound. So don't get me wrong there, but let me tell you a little bit about what you can't afford to miss out on, okay? A couple of years ago, I had a client, um, a couple years, golly, it's probably been like at least four years, maybe five years ago. Wow, that's a long time. Anyways, I had a client that came looking for a website design, okay? She wanted a, actually it was a redesign. She already had a website. It wasn't functioning well. It didn't look pretty and she wanted it to look pretty for her potential clients. And she really at that time just wanted the website redesign. She didn't want to invest to have the SEO portion of that added on. And so despite, you know, like my best intention, which is always to have SEO on a website, right? Always to have it fully optimized for Google so that you're getting that search traffic, whatever else it is. At the time, we just went ahead and redesigned her website. And six months later, she returned because her traffic was still stagnant. It wasn't doing anything. She wasn't getting any client leads. Her website was essentially doing nothing. So she told me that she wanted to go ahead and pursue that SEO package. And I've talked about SEO before. So like I said, you know, it's essentially just making your site super attractive for Google so that you can attract your ideal clients through search. Okay. But anyways, we completed that SEO project for her and she'd invested at that time. I believe my package was $600. Okay. So she'd invested $600 into SEO. And here's the kicker within 60 days, she had three new clients from Google to the tune of $18,000. $18,000. And for anybody who's not great at math, that's a $17,400 profit all on a $600 investment. And that was just the beginning for her. I can't even begin to imagine what her business looks like now. It's been years, obviously, right? But that website should still be working with her. All of those SEO efforts that we did should still be working for her. So yes, while the money to get your systems or your strategy or whatever it is related to your business might seem like a lot at this time, remember what the return on that investment could be. And remember, the longer that you wait to invest, the longer you wait to see that return and the snowball effect of your efforts. Because as you put SEO or your systems in place or whatever else it is, your efforts in those areas snowball. They start to build and build and build over time. Now, don't get me wrong, okay? I know that there are times when there just aren't additional financial resources to go around. I've been there, done that, okay? And if that's the case, then you might have to bootstrap it for a while. You may have to invest more of your time figuring something out and doing it yourself. But I do know that for most of us, there's normally a way to make it happen. When I launched my first website, um, that was Lemon Blessings. It's still active. But um, when I launched that back in 2015, 
we didn't have much extra in our budget. I told my husband that I wanted to be able to invest the money for a domain and a hosting package as well as I, there was one course that I just knew was going to help me get it all up, like, off the ground. And it did. It was awesome. But I wanted to invest the money in those three things. And you know what? We really had to make sacrifices to make it happen. I spent an entire month going through all of our belongings and deciding what might fetch a small or even slightly larger amount if I sold it. And honestly, five, $10 at a time, I slowly was able to put together the amount of money that I needed to invest into my business. And you know what? It was the best decision I could have made. Plus, we didn't miss any of the things I let go of and I've seen a huge return on that investment. So that's definitely something to consider, right? So all this to say that if you find yourself making the excuse of I can't afford it, I really want you to think about some of these things. What are you paying for right now that you could put on hold for a short period of time? Maybe it's a subscription or a daily coffee run or something else in your life that's just not necessary. What assets do you have that you could sell to bring in a little cash that you're, you know, things you're not using or whatever else it might be? How quickly could you just bring in a new client or a stream of revenue so that you could have money at your disposal? Maybe you watch somebody's kid for a few days this week or during spring break or over the summer. You know, it doesn't have to be a long-term thing, but enough to actually get that cash flow so that you can move forward. What sacrifices could you make for this time frame so that you could see those big results going forward? Maybe everybody's willing to eat at home for the month and save that eating out cost to help you get that business up and started. Or maybe your family is okay with oatmeal for breakfast instead of the expensive box cereal. Once again, though, just like I don't have time is not the excuse, I can't afford it is also not the, the excuse. It's just not. It's not a priority is the excuse. And let's just remind ourselves of that because ultimately, if it's not a priority, it's not going to grow. Anything that matters to you has to be a priority. And priorities sometimes need a financial investment in order to make them happen. Now, the final excuse I commonly hear from business owners is I don't know where to start. And unlike those first two non-excuses, and I'm using my like finger quotes again because I kind of feel like they're non-excuses. Um, unlike those, I really kind of think that this one maybe has a little bit of validity to it because when you are just starting out in business, there are things you don't know, and it can feel a little overwhelming, but when this becomes an issue, isn't just because you've said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do next really, really, really becomes an issue when you choose not to move past it. When you sit and you spin and you allow that not knowing to keep you from doing I guess, anything going forward, right? Because here's the truth. You do know what to do next. You know you need to have systems in place. You know you need to have a marketing strategy that works for you. You know you need to sign clients and make money. You know those things. And you do have resources at your disposal. You have this podcast you're currently listening to. And you have the opportunity to jump into a course that walks you through all of the steps for your business systems and strategy. You have people around you that are willing to join in community and help you remain count accountable to yourself and to your dreams. So take action. Do the things that you know you need to do, even if it's just small steps in the right direction, and stop allowing this to be an excuse. Because once again, just like we said, I just don't have time or I can't afford it. Those are not excuses. And neither is I don't know where to start. 
If this is your priority, if you want to grow this business, achieve this dream, you're going to take the next step. You're going to figure out where to start and you're going to do it. Because if it really matters to you, you'll do anything to make it happen, right? Alrighty, that brings us to the action part of this episode. And we all know that action is where the dreams turn into the reality. Today's action step is this. I really want you to take some time today to think about the priority you place on growing your business. You started your business because you had a dream of success. You know it has the potential to become something amazing, but the real reason you aren't growing that business isn't because you don't have the time or the money or the know-how. It's that you aren't actually committed to making it happen. You aren't prioritizing it. Today's the day to change that. It's time to get serious. These excuses that I brought up today play no actual role in the success of your business because you can build a business five minutes at a time. You can bootstrap it with little or no financial resources at your disposal, and you can figure out how to make it all work, even if that means you embrace training or services of those that have gone before you. So take some time today to think about how you will make the growth of your business a priority as you move forward. And if you know that the next step for your business is to get your marketing strategy and your systems up and running, then the Mama Business Blueprint is for you. I'll be walking you through each step of the process so that there's no guesswork or overwhelm or wondering what to do next. And I've made it super affordable for you to get started. So head over to sarahbrumley.com blueprint and get registered today. Mama, I know this was a lot of tough love. But I know you have this in you and I am cheering you on every single step of the way. Have an amazing day and I will chat with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.